Before we start the podcast, I would like to thank all of the listeners out there who are listening weekly, and I would like to ask you to review and rate the podcast in your podcatcher of choice, especially on iTunes because that helps us show up higher in the iTunes search and on the games and hobby section. So, here we go. Activate your personal shield and gear straight to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm Sage. And I'm Sam. In this episode, we're going over how to win Hero Hunt. And we'll also be having a discussion on what would Battlefront look like on mobile. This is a topic suggested by one of our listeners named Caleb. Let's get started. Okay, let's start off with how to win Hero Hunt. Okay, guys, since I'm the Hero Hunt guru around here, but I'm not that good at it. But still, I do have a couple of spots that I do want to share with you, audience out there. Okay, so... uh, Let's go over some of the basics, what hand you'll be needing and stuff like that. Okay, this is the hand you'll need. Obviously, have Explosive Shot, which does tons of damage. and especially Not tons of damage, but damage. Okay, so a lot of people, I mean every single person I was going up against, was playing as Luke. And Luke can't block the blaster bolts with Explosive Shot until he's facing directly at you. So if he's looking to the side and you should shoot him, you're doing extra damage because of that explosive shot. Also, you're going to want a impact grenade, a barrage, or some kind of dealing damage weapon of your choice. And since since the last update, the barrage has been one of the most popular weapons now. It is pretty freaking awesome. The third item you want is definitely the jump pack. It'll get you out of tough situations and get you in to tough situations, if and- you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it is just one of the best all around things. I don't know. I don't have any hand that does not have explosive shot unless it's an enclosed area. Yeah, if if we need to do an achievement or something, that is the only reason we would not have ex- the jump pack at all. Yes, because some things you just have to have an extra hand. Something I want Battlefront to have is just have the jump pack on all of the time. Okay, not to get off topic, but <clears throat> moving on. Next, let's talk about some heroes that you would like to would want to choose for these locations. I just have the new DLC characters, but uh if you don't have the Outer Rim DLC, this is just a staple. Just be Princess Leia camp with your shield on. Oh yeah. That's an easy win. Not easy win, but it will get you a lot of kills. Definitely. Because the, everyone else is choosing Luke. Everyone else is choosing Luke. And Luke is just a Russian. He's not one of those kind of camp in a section characters. Because Luke is OP, if you know how to use him. Yeah, I, I do not know how to use Luke. I was getting... I, did, I got killed within one minute, or less than one minute, of me being Luke. Okay, I'll try to my best to explain these spots... But this is audio, so bear with me. Okay, the first map site is on the Junlin Wastelands. It actually it's not the Junlin Wastelands, it's the Jawas Refuge. Yeah, Jawas Refuge. It has the big sand crawler in the middle. Okay, so this part is a little bit behind the map. It's right next to the right a few meters in front of the sand crawler. You wanna go 
find the sand crawler, go straight, and to your right, you should see a ramp leading up to a cavern. Yeah. So, it's that the perimeter of the map, usually when you spawn in, it's to the right. Yes. Or if you spawn in that open section where there's some terraces of rocks, just go straight, keep on going. And for this spot, you want to be kneeing. Pop your turret and your proximity bombs on one end to protect, and then you camp on the other side. But there will be some guy that jump packs in, so you will just have to watch your back. Watch your mini-map to see where the blips are. And be mindful of people getting behind your turret and destroying it, because that thing is very weak from the behind. This strategy also works with any, like the ice caves, any place that has one exit and one entrance, basically. Yeah, in any map, you're trying to look for the one area that there's only one exit. That's the same with trying to get the survival missions. Always find that one place that only has one entrance so they can funnel right to where you want them. Yeah, but on these multiplayer maps, there's not any... Yeah, there aren't. There's any. always going to be some kind of way because that would be just too overpowered. Yeah, there's uh, real people are way smarter than AI. <laughs> okay, moving on. The villain you're going to be using is Greedo. He does a lot of damage. Is quick. He can get out of places really easily, and he has his high senses, which is probably the most important part of this process. So this works. Okay, let's start with the solace fills. I'm not sure. Wait. Sulfur fields. Yeah, sulfur fields. So in the very back of the map, right where the border starts to come in, and I'm not talking where the crash TIE fighters are. Like if you play cargo or droid run where the rebels start. Not there. The Imperials start. There's, that's where you should be going to. So you usually spawn on the far side of the map, and from there you want to go straight. And Greedo actually spawns near this location. So you want to go to the very back of the map. Make sure you're not leading towards the crash TIE fighters and the little pools with sulfur. Yeah, you're going to want to go to the area where the little up terraces is that you can jump yes. on top of. But Go it, past that. Yes, and then you there's a little rock that curves around. You cannot get, get shot from forward. So it's basically a circle that leads up so they cannot throw grenades on your head. There will be one exit and one entrance. This is just something I found. Basically, use your high senses whenever the rebels are coming close to you. See where they're coming, and if they're coming from the left, shoot from there, from the right. And always be throwing your grenades as Greedo. Yeah, because they do run down pretty fast. Yeah, so if you're at the thermal imploder, wait at like three seconds, they'll start going down. Uh, what is an alternative villain that you can use for this? Yeah, for this kind of setup. I guess Emperor Palpatine. What about Boba Fett? Boba Fett's... I wouldn't say Boba Fett. He's not very good in close quarters combat. Oh, yeah. But Darth Vader has been the most popular hero, villain, though. Just like Luke is. Yeah. Everyone is him, but he's so slow and not very good in yeah. open maps. Yeah, not good at open maps. But when you can get in like a tunnel, he is a monster. Also, a strategy that I found just off the topic is you... As Luke, lead all the Imperials into one spot and then saber rush them. Oh, yeah. That is just, like, what is it, the suicide tunnels? That's what they call them in the Solus map? 
like in Walker Salt. Wait for everyone to come out, come into that saber rush in there. You're going to guaranteed get at least five kills. Moving on, the best map for this strategy with Greedo is Indoor Swamp Crash Site, I believe. Yeah, Swamp Crash Site. Okay, so in the very back of the map where you see the Ewok Village up there, from there, look to the right if you're looking straight to the big ship. Look to the right and you should see a log open. And it should have a bunch of trees. And from there... You want to go to that area. And even you can camp in the log if you want. But I found that moving around in the trees in that particular spot and using your high senses is the best spot. I got thirty kill, 40 kills in one life. Another good technique is to be Princess Leia and go into up into the Ewok Village Terrace area. There is a spot where it only has one way to get up. And I have found many people camping up there and just getting tons and tons of kills. So this is the main indoor map. The main indoor map. You can go up into the Ewok Bridges area. You go there, pop your shield, pop your shield, and then you just wait for them to come to you. Because they can tell where you are, and they're just like little ants that come scurrying to food. So Hero Hunt is a very hard game game to win since the update... It's more luck-based than ever because you're in a will. And I. it depends on your luck. If you get the hero multiple times, you're going to obviously win. But sometimes you just have an off game where every single time you deal so much damage, up to 50%, some guy dealing 20% damage is going to get it. So, Yeah, it is definitely very luck-based. But you can... If- if you get 100%, you're definitely going to get it. But I I haven't seen anyone do 100% damage. I haven't seen over, like, 50. Well, I'm looking forward to having private matches where you could have just one friend in with you. That will be awesome. Just to run around seeing, hey, like, you got, you, I know you've got that one friend where he's like, I can beat you as any hero, as a stormtrooper or a rebel. And then you're like, okay, let's go do that. And he's like, I don't know how to. And I said, private match. <laughs> and then also you can be the hero in Walker Assault. That is going to be so fun. I don't, I'm not particularly sure where they spawn, but you should be able to find it. And that's a good thing for just doing map tours or something like that. I know when I first played Battlefront, I wanted to go explore every single inch of that because it's just so beautiful. But the bad thing about that is there's not much space to explore. Yeah. Because you'll be getting the out-of-bounds. But there are some Easter eggs that right when you're dying in the out-of-bounds, you can see. Yeah, like uh, one of the Easter eggs we have in our Star Wars Battlefront Outer Rim Easter eggs video is the other map included in the Sullus part of uh, the Outer Rim DLC. Yeah, that's really cool. I I think it's awesome, and uh, in the survival Tatooine on the sand dunes thing, if you can see, uh, what are the... What banthas? Are the, you can see banthas in the distance, but when, once you get up, once you get really close to them, they look 2D, though. Yeah, they're like holograms. Okay, now let's get into our listener-suggested discussion. So, 
Before we go into this, some of you might be thinking, on mobile, what are you talking about? Like, on phones and that kind of stuff. I know the iPad Pro, those both can definitely run games at super fast. And the iPhone 6S is as powerful as an Xbox 360. So it can run games. I know Call of Duty, the newer one, it came out on Xbox 360 and PS3. So technically, the iPhone 6S could run it. But would you want it ran on the iPhone, which has a tiny screen and, you know, you're not really using a controller? Yeah, it is all touch. It would be all touch-based. And one thing that is very hard right now for mobile gaming is the actual temperature of the device. So, like the Gear VR with the Samsung S7 and those those uh, products, it gets really hot running all of those graphics and stuff. Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to play it for too long, maybe 10 to 15 minutes. But that would be a perfect area to start doing the smaller test games. I know with the HTC Vive, they have this Star Wars Battlefront VR thing. VR could be a really good possibility of uh, a use on mobile for Battlefront. And the VR units are relatively small. Yeah, so they have almost the same specs as the as the uh, phones that you'd be using. And maybe, I know... So the iPad Pro is super powerful. It's more powerful than some laptops. It can run games, but you have to specifically code for a, an iPad Pro game, which would be difficult. And Apple's already putting the iPad on the back burner, so... That isn't a very high possibility. But as EA has showed, they are looking at mobile games. So the new, there are several EA Star Wars games. Galaxy Heroes is mobile, and they also have the EA Star Wars companion, companion app. Also, if in the future mobile gaming becomes super popular, as popular as in Japan right now, it could lead Star Wars or EA to make a game for a mobile device. Yes, the kind of games that gamers would want on an iPad, iPad or an iPhone or any Android device would be an immersive game, not just these little tap and touch things cuz basically we have a Star Wars Battlefront game on mobile already. It's not an actual Star Wars Battlefront game as we think of them. But it does have the Star Wars Battlefront logo, and it is base command. I want something to where I can control my character and move him around a world. Maybe have like a little shooter kind of game where you can move your phone using the gyroscopes. Would it be top-down? I wouldn't want it to be top-down because I don't really like those kinds of uh, shooters. Would it be third-person, first-person? I, I think first-person would be more likely. So they don't have to render as many background images. But that is a strange thing to think about. Playing Battlefront on a mobile device. I know a lot of people would not play it on a mobile device. But a lot of people would play it on a mobile device. Um, more of the younger audience. Because, yeah. you know, those kids all have a phone, playing games. Every 
I've seen like two year olds playing with a phone or an iPod that they have, and I'm like, what? When I was growing up, I had a Game Boy that I had to buy games for and get games for. Now they have this whole possibility of many different types of games. It's it's crazy how many people have phones. I mean, there are more phones out there than game consoles. Easily. Because every year they're making a new iPhone or a new phone. There are multiple Android phones a year. So, And some people even buy the older iPhones. Yes. So some people like the smaller form factor and they buy the older phones where they don't have enough money like a lot of people. $700 on a phone is pretty expensive when you could buy a game console for $400, that is That is very strange. As we're moving into the future, there are going to be better games. I know some Final Fantasy games are remade on mobile devices, and they're almost the exact same as the console versions with touch controls. So if EA found a way to scale back the Frostbite engine, there could be a battlefront on mobile devices. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. But before we go, we have a couple of announcements that we want to get out of the way. So, the Twitch channel that we talked about last episode, we're going to start live streaming next week on Thursday. The 5th of May. Oh my. You can find our Twitch at twitch.tv slash tie-dye-sheep-films. Yeah, so we'll be doing some... Battlefront gameplay on Twitch, and we'll eventually maybe start doing Super Smash Brothers as well. But mostly Battlefront based. Yeah, mostly Battlefront based. I know for certain that we're going to have a once a month Super Smash Bros. tournament. But something I'm really excited about doing is some challenges in Battlefront. So, this is how I'm thinking about doing it. We start out, we flip a coin, someone, me or Sam, calls heads or tails. Whoever lands on it gets the controller first. And then whenever you die, you have to hand it off to the other person. See who can get the most kills in a certain amount of time before dying. Or we could do every three minutes you have to hand over the controller no matter what situation you're in. Yeah. So it could be getting sticky up on her. And something else we want to ask you to do is to rate and review the podcast. It takes like less than a minute to review or rate it so please do that it will help us to show up higher in itunes and other podcast apps but you can email us battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com you can uh, send us some feedback questions or if you want to be on the show as a guest you can um, email us and uh, you can follow us on twitter at tie-dye-sheep-yt you can follow us on Instagram at Tie-Dye Sheep Films. I run that. You can follow Sam's Instagram, which is all food, at chef underscore wanna underscore B. Also, we are on the Patreon at patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can uh, donate $1 per episode and uh, help us get some new equipment for the show and just help us to keep our SoundCloud. Yeah, we won't be spending the money on pocket candy or anything. We'll be doing it to improve our podcast. Yes. And we're going to have we have exclusive things, so if you donate $1, you're going to get a tie-dye sheep sticker. You can uh, get a sticker if you donate $1 per episode. That's $4 a month. $4 a month. That's super easy. It means a lot. Yes. 
And we already have one Patreon, so I want to thank that Patreon. Patron, thank you. Thank you. You can uh, chat about Star Wars or ask us questions about Star Wars or Battlefront on our Twitter or Instagram. We'll talk about anything that you want to talk about on there. May the Force be with you. Always. Dun, 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 dun.